0: everyone happy friday welcome back to bossy gloss today i have my friend jessica on this episode and we'll be chatting all about our favorite tv shows what we just finished up for i guess the season or maybe the series and just give a little recap and have some fun hope you guys enjoy this episode hi jessica how are you i'm doing great how about you Good. Your voice sounds really good on um, recording. I don't think I've ever talked to you on the phone, or maybe not for a while. <laughs>
1: oh, thank you. I don't like listening back,
0: but I'm
1: glad it sounds okay.
0: Awesome. <laughs> so how are you?
1: Um, well, I'm outside, so I'm enjoying this like really nice day, and I'm off for the weekend, so I'm just relaxing, and I'm excited to talk about my favorite things with you.
0: Yes. I'm sure you need this time off, and it's so nice that the weather is perfect, too.
1: Yes, and for the whole weekend, too.
0: Mm -hmm. So, I know that we always catch up on our shows and everything, but we haven't got a chance to catch up. I remember last year when Summer House was going on and even Vander, I started to get into those shows, but we didn't get a chance to, like, recap them at all. Right. Oh. And they've
1: changed so much, like especially with yeah. these two seasons that happened compared to the shows how they were when they first started. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like almost totally different shows. I've even heard people say that they're like starting with the newer seasons and like totally skipping the older seasons, which I don't think that's how you should do it. But mm. I know that people are. and I think that kind of shows how different the shows have become over time, but still good, better and in different in good ways.
0: Yeah. So y- how long have... Well, how long has Summer House been around?
1: I think that this was season, like, four or five. So it's definitely been a couple of summers, and the cast is, like, totally different. So I think a lot of the newer cast members, like, this was, like, their second or third season. So I think five seasons sounds right, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Vanderpump, way longer. So many more seasons.
0: Cool. Where should we start, Vander or Summer House?
1: Um, Well, if you want to start with Summer House because it's actually over— Yes. Vanderpump, we still kind of have the reunion, which I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. But um, Summer House is officially over, which makes me sad. But hopefully oh. they're going to do some filming this summer so that they can come back next year. Yeah. Cool. So I
0: started watching Summer House last year. And since Dylan and I moved in, he watched that show. I think him and his sister watched that. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this show. Like, I want to, like, watch every episode and it's such a short season
1: yeah it's not like um the tv shows that you have on like basic cable where it's like 22 episodes for an hour they tend to be a lot shorter seasons and a lot shorter filming period which for summer house i don't really understand because they give the dates and it kind of seems like filming starts like in july whereas i would think it would start around memorial day but i'm not entirely sure with like what getting a house down there takes and for how long you have it but yeah, it's yeah. definitely shorter than I would like it to be.
0: That's for sure. Mm-hmm. It has changed over the last year, like, and I really do get upset like watching an episode because they're they arrive on Friday and then before you know it, they're leaving and the episodes over. <laughs> yeah,
1: and you know the the women on the show and even the guys they're so interesting that I always wish that we could follow them back to the city that we could kind of I mean, see more of how their week is. Like it could be a full blown reality show, not just. Oh, the two three days that they're down the uh, it, in the Hamptons. I was going to say down be, the shore. They wouldn't appreciate yeah. <laughs> that.
0: I say that too. I'm like, oh my god, they're going back down the shore, but they're really going up to the Hamptons.
1: Yeah, that's the Jersey and us, and they're New Yorkers, so they're going out to the Hamptons. Yes.
0: Who are who's your favorite cast member?
1: My favorite cast member. I think I would definitely have to stick with like an original cast member, an OG. And I think this year, I really loved Lindsay, and I think it kind of solidified Lindsay for me as, like, my favorite character. And that's probably unpopular just because of how things went for her this season and some of her past seasons, but Mm -hmm. especially if you skip the earlier seasons, you don't really see how much progress she has made on this TV show, whether it's just getting older or becoming more mature or learning about herself, but this summer, it was kind of like a whole new Lindsay, and I really appreciated it.
0: Yeah, I... I grew to really like Lindsay, and I like her a lot and respect her as a person, especially being on reality show. Like, she shows everything, like, all her emotions, and she owns up to it. And, like, obviously, reality TV, like, some things are for the show, but at least she seems so realistic, like, and even, like, Carl, how he lost his job, like, whatever whatever that was, even though he's getting paid for the show, at least it related to people.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, kind of of all of the cast members, I would say that Lindsay and Carl have been the most open about themselves and talking about, you know, their childhood with, you know, Lindsay's mom not being in the picture with Carl having like issues with his dad, you know, compared to a lot of the other cast members who I do think, you know, are doing their best to be like authentic versions of themselves you don't really, like, we don't really know about Kyle's background too much. Like, we get, like, the snippets of when he's with his family at his family reunion, but he hasn't talked about his, you know, deep, (laughs) dark problems the way Mm -hmm. Carl and Lindsay have. And because of that, there's been a lot of focus on that for those two characters, which isn't always the easiest for them, I would think. Mm
0: -hmm. What did you think about um, Hannah? And I completely blanked on his name. Luke. Luke, <laughs> what did you think? So, what did you think from the start and then like how's your perspective now?
1: So, from the start, I thought it was really interesting that interesting and relatable about how everybody else got involved so quickly. And that that kind of sucked for them because it never gave them the actual chance to figure anything out. Everyone was trying to figure things out for them. Mm-hmm. Which just from my own experiences in my own life, it's that happens to everyone, especially when you one else knows and or that they knew before you. And it just causes a lot of problems early on that most relationships don't need. So as the whole thing evolved and it seemed like everybody else was more upset than Hannah, I felt really bad that she didn't get to enjoy even her friendship with Luke. Like people didn't even want her to be yeah. friends with Luke, let alone get in a relationship with him. So... Mm-hmm. I thought that that was interesting. I thought they had more potential than a lot of their friends gave them credit for. But sadly, after the reunion, it seems like maybe there was a lot more stuff that didn't get shown, which is kind of like the producers creating the storyline. But it seems like there was a lot of stuff that we missed that probably would have put everything in a lot more context because obviously (laughs) things are not great between them. That was my takeaway from the reunion that... Hannah seemed more upset at the reunion regarding her relationship with Luke than she ever did on the show. Yeah. So I'm not sure what happened there.
0: Yeah, initially, like, I know that Hannah had that other guy who... Armand. semi-picture, Armand. And when Luke... When it was Jules and Luke, like, the new people, I immediately thought Hannah and Luke are definitely gonna become something like either just a hookup or they're going to get together because they are they seem like so similar with how they talk to people you know like they're very like simple people but they have so much in common or they relate a lot but i think really like the producers forced that and then like got the whole house involved which really wasn't fair like in the everyday relationship like for anyone That's not right for the friends to really give her such a hard time. Like, who cares? Let her live her life. She's single. Like, let her enjoy it and let her figure it out. It's none of their business and it's not their problem.
1: Yeah, and that was kind of Lindsay's perspective on the whole thing. But to play devil's advocate towards the end, I think we have all also, just as much as, you know, we've all wanted our friends to butt out. There have been times where we have been the friends and we know that our friend is kind of pursuing something that isn't really the best for her or kind of being more realistic about the future of things. And I think that that was where Paige, Amanda, um, even Jules, who, you know, kind of just lumped herself in with them, were coming from when they were kind of trying to prevent this little romance from blossoming, I guess, because they just didn't feel like Luke's intentions were Good, and even though that wasn't, you know, their call to make, um, they should have supported Hannah a little bit more. But I guess when you look at how things ended, maybe they weren't entirely wrong. Mm-hmm. So it sucks. Yeah,
0: and we probably didn't see as much. Like we just heard what was going on from whatever those conversations were. But maybe something worse happened. Where I agree, and I don't think he was like the best guy for Hannah. But if it was just a summer thing then there's not that much to be too upset about. Yeah, 100%. And I think um, Amanda and Kyle, like, last season when he proposed, I was like, this is such weird timing. Like, this, like, they had the huge blowout and, like, whatever happened, that was just so weird and, like, how she quit her job. She should have presented that in a different way I'm happy for her and happy for them that they worked that out but I was just like a bit confused because we missed a lot because in that last episode or whatever that last thing that aired on Bravo the missed scenes like why couldn't that have been in one of the episodes that we could have really seen more yeah I don't really
1: know what is going on with Amanda and Kyle I think I think they've been unlucky in that Bravo is more interested seeing their relationship in shambles and it is really seeing them do good because when you do well, it's kind of boring versus like when you're constantly at each other's throats and you're engaged and yet you're screaming that you want to be single or you're throwing things at each other. Um, so I think that makes a lot better TV for Bravo. So they've chose to focus on that so that when their relationship is good, it doesn't really get shown much, mm-hmm. but I do think whether it was, you know an edit or not that there are some you know red flags between Kyle and Amanda like on both sides that they're both kind of ignoring you know there were times where I thought when he was you know stone cold sober that Kyle wasn't treating Amanda you know the way that you would want to see your friend get treated and I think that was also Mm -hmm. kind of Hannah's point where she was like you know figure your own stuff out before you know you come over here and try to critique my choices and my life and who I want to be with when you know your boyfriend is basically demanding that you quit your job and start you know doing what he wants you to do I just felt like a lot of the stuff they showed was meant to make their relationship look bad like with him calling her a slob and telling her he feels like her dad and that she has to pick up after herself and I think a lot of that was just those should have been private conversations I mean they chose to have them like you can't say that he didn't didn't say it he chose to have those conversations on camera and but I think he came off looking bad for it I
0: agree so
1: but Amanda's putting up with that you know she rolled her eyes Said I didn't agree she basically said like I'm not going to listen to you and but that doesn't change you know that at the end of the day those are things that he actually thinks about her you know whether he's Mm -hmm. saying them to her face or just thinking about them thinking about them is probably even worse than just saying it because you know, you're going to ruminate on it and think about it more and it's going to build and it's going to build and, you know, it doesn't help the situation. It doesn't make it any better.
0: Yeah. I wonder if their wedding will be on TV.
1: Yeah. It'll be really interesting to see. It's the first wedding in that cast. So we don't have kind of like a precedent like we do on, you know, Vanderpump where we just had Jackson and Brittany have like four episodes devoted to their wedding. Um, so I think it'll be really interesting to see if it's filmed or not. Um, if anything, i Depending on the time of year they pick, obviously, I don't think it would be a summer wedding. But, yeah, it maybe makes more sense to have it as, like, a spinoff or a one-off special if they want to have it filmed at all. doesn't seem like it's going to be that big. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe it just wasn't filmed at all. And instead, you see kind of, like, found footage from cell phones and different things like that that are shown on the show versus, like, us actually being at the wedding. If it happens. That's true. If it happens. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What else
1: about summer house? Well, I thought one thing that was really great to see was that at the reunion, Carl seemed a lot better. Even just, you know, his physical appearance. It looked like he, you know, had gained some weight in a positive way. Like he looked healthy. He looked fit. He, he, and during the summer, he kind of runs around and he like looks like he's running on no sleep. Looks like he hasn't eaten. Looks like he hasn't had anything to drink except for Lover Boy for pretty much the entire summer, which can take a toll. And probably doesn't help um, you know, with your mental health and whatnot. But so it was really exciting to see like him going into a new chapter in his life.
0: Yeah, I'm happy for him. And I'm happy that like Kyle kind of took him under his wing like with the business and you know, knew he was a really good asset and got him into shape and he realized, you know, I can't just live in the summer house as my life. I have to become more mature and you know more professional which was really good to say yeah
1: I mean bringing Carl on to Loverboy I feel like in a way was Kyle throwing him a bone I mean Kyle didn't Mm -hmm. really need Carl to you know go forward with Loverboy in the way that he kind of needs Amanda and that they're a package deal they're a couple they're selling this product I think it makes it more lucrative but I think it was really to help Carl and I think they really are friends too so Messing up at Loverboy isn't just messing up at his job. It was also messing up with his friendship with Carl. And um, yeah. between the two of them, I mean. So I think that probably also played a role as well. You know, not only am I screaming over myself, but now I'm screaming over my friends. Yeah. But hopefully it takes a turn That's... for the better.
0: I know. I hope that they film this summer because we really need <laughs> Yeah. <that now. laughs> I mean,
1: it's just so, so Yeah, and watched. most of it is filmed in the house. So, I mean, I don't see yeah. why... I, I guess it would kind of take on like a big brother mentality if they're just staying in the house, but I think they could go to the house. I think that they could go to the beaches and some of the places that they, you know, that would actually probably really help some of the local businesses. I don't know how the Hamptons feels about having them down. there. probably not the best, probably extremely mm-hmm. similar to how the Jersey shore felt when the show started. Um, they weren't exactly welcomed with open arms or filming wasn't anyway, but you know, if you have this television network that's willing to, you know, rent out your winery for three hours so they can film, that might be a lot more money than you're making than just doing curbside yeah. wine. So it seems yes. like a lot of the cast says that they think it's possible. So I'm assuming that they're talking to Bravo saying that it's possible because that they would be getting ready to film soon, I would think, if they were going to. So, yeah, that would. I if did. they do film, would you want Jules to come back or are you done with Jules?
0: Yeah, like, I, I, it's so hard to, like, bring on a new cast member just because it seems like everybody is in their, is set in their ways. So, having Jules and having even Luke, like, Luke with the guys, sometimes I felt so uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my god, he, like, or even Jules was, like, left out. I hate when people are left out. Like, I, when I'm with a lot of people, I'm always, like. I want everyone to always sit together. I want everyone to always talk. Like, I'm just, like, I hate being left out. So I'm, like, always that one who's, like, no, no, no. no yeah, I'm you are very out. good and at I that. it I hated to see her left out. And, like, she's new. So, like, she's also just observing and seeing, like, do I want to get involved in that drama? Should I keep talking to this person if everyone's pissed at that person? Like, it's so hard, but also, like, She should have just, like, been herself towards the end. She was really cool with Carl. Like, she should have just clicked with Carl or tried to, like, get involved with Paige more. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's hard. I Like, I have to see more of what she brings to the table because she seemed very feisty. Yes, that is true.
1: I would be very curious. I feel like one of the biggest unknowns from the season is what actually went down between her and Luke. So, If she does Mm -hmm. come back, I hope that Luke also comes back and that it becomes more of a story about what's going on between the two of them because something definitely went down. But I also don't Mm -hmm. think that they did Jules any favor bringing her on as new with Luke versus perhaps if she had maybe come with another girl, kind of the way, you know, Paige and Hannah came together new and they were like a little twosome. But that helped, you know, them not feel so alone and maybe more comfortable to open up with everybody else. So I almost had wished that Luke and Jules could had, had had more of a friendship like, Oh my God, like, look at these crazy people. Like, what do we walk into like together, like as an alliance of sorts yeah. in the house, but that clearly did not happen probably because, you know, Luke spent the majority of his time with Hannah and mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm not really sure how I feel about Jules and I'm not really sure how everybody else feels about Jules. If they're, true only connection with her was through someone that they don't like, which is Jordan. Um, Yeah. So that didn't help her at all, which was kind of something that Amanda had to keep pointing out and everyone had to keep lumping her together with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the reunion, it did seem like everyone except for Luke kind of didn't about face on jewels and was really team jewels and pro jewels, which personally I think that probably has to do more with the fact that she probably is signed on for another season of summer house because if she wasn't, I don't Mm -hmm. think everybody would have been like, Oh my God. Yeah. We're so sorry, Jules. We, you know, we love you. We support you. We're all about you. We made the biggest mistake. I don't think they would have laid it on quite as thick if they weren't pretty sure that they were going to be stuck with her for another summer.
0: If that, you know, if that makes sense. So we'll have to see. I hope that we get some details. I'm sure like if anything opens in New York for the Hamptons. Someone will post, yeah. you know, on their Instagram if they're, if they're there. So we'll have yeah, to we stop everybody. I'm sure
1: they'll post about <laughs> it as well to like drum up as much, you know, support for it and let, to let people know to look forward to it. I also think it could be interesting because if everybody really is kind of working for home, from home and they do get to go to the Hamptons, maybe they could be at the Hamptons mm-hmm. for, you know, maybe an entire month. Maybe they're not traveling back and forth between the city. I know that Carl's actually quarantining in the Hamptons. At least that's what it looks like. So we could end up getting a lot you know, more drama or more entertainment from them being there more consistently versus just two or
0: three days a week. Yeah, and it'll, it'll probably give us yeah. much better content. <laughs> cool. So, under we okay. next. We're waiting on the reunion. That's this week? Last week last was last kind
1: of like what they me. had on Summer House, where it was like behind the scenes, like things you didn't see, but it also featured them like in quarantine talking about what you didn't see, which was pretty interesting. It was a different way to um, format that kind of episode.
0: Mm -hmm. So for Vander, I actually, obviously I love Summer House, but Vander, I liked a lot certain episodes, but then I was like, oh my God, these people are kind of mean. Like what the hell?
1: Vanderpump is so interesting and intense. And I think- it's because they can be so mean with each other because for the most part, they have known each other Mm -hmm. for so long, you know, they've been on the bottom Mm -hmm. together and now they're on the top together. And I think because of that, they feel like amongst each other, they can put each other in their place amongst each other. You know, they can tell them the truth, you know, maybe other people won't, but amongst their own, you know, core group of like, Jacks, the Toms, you know, Saucy, Katie. You know, I just feel like that's why sometimes they come across as so mean. It's because they've known each other, they've seen each other change. Um, they've changed together, some of them have changed for the better, some of them have changed for the worse. And so that's how I think that's how they get very mean with each other. And I think that has kind of transitioned onto the new people that they brought in, where they're like, Oh, everyone's mean to each other, so we're also gonna be mean to each other, but they don't, know e- they don't know each other. Yeah. You know, there's not that history there. So instead, it just
0: looks like, instead of calling somebody out on their crap, that you're just being mean. It's so crazy. Like, the drama that's going on in the show, like, intertwines between everyone, like, Stasi and Kristen. And, like, that's old, but that's still, like, around. And, like, Dana and all those guys that she tried to be with which I love Dana who who do you like on so of like just the new people you mean yeah Yeah, I mean like who do you like for the new people so for the new people
1: I do like Dana I think it was great to see her kind of do the comedy shows because you see that like wow she actually is funny um like if she's Mm -hmm. not just putting it out there just like in LA to be an actress like she really loves this one particular thing and she's good at it Um, So I thought, I wish we would have gotten to see more of that and that she hadn't been so intertwined with all these other guys, which in a way kind of felt really forced to me. Um, Like those didn't really seem, those didn't really seem like guys that she would normally go for. Just based, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, she's from, I think she said she's from Portland or Seattle. One of the two, I know they got them confused and she got very upset over whether it was Portland or Seattle, but I can't remember which. And It just didn't seem like where she actually is, is like her scene, like where she would want to be, the friends that she would want to have, the romances that she would want to have. But we also didn't get to know that much of her because of all that drama. So I could be wrong. Um, I liked Dana. Um, I forget the other girl's name now. I'm normally pretty good with the names. The brunette who doesn't like pasta, Mm -hmm. who has never had pasta. Do you remember her name?
0: Oh... Um, yeah, I forget her name, but like she, I, I like her, but she's not like, she's
1: new. She I'm pretty sure she's new. Um, I, I think she's a good example of someone who I didn't really like at the beginning. I'm like, what, what is she talking about? Pasa? Like this doesn't mm-hmm. even make sense. And, but by the yeah. end of the season, I think that she had like enough good one liners and enough good, um, look into the yeah. camera moments where, you know, she's just kind of like, what is this craziness going on around me? Or, um, yes. you know, even the softball thing, the fact that she played softball and, like, talked about that and joked about that made her a lot more yeah. relatable for some reason than her playing kind of this airhead role. Charlie. Her name is Charlie. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I Charlie. hope that um, she stays and I hope that she is more herself instead of pretending like she doesn't know what pasta is.
0: Oh, my God. How crazy is this show that they have Brett on? Brett, do you know? Carl I Bible, don't. The I was not
1: familiar with his okay. like YouTube past, but I do like know about mm-hmm. it in reference to the show. That like, oh, this guy was a big YouTube star and broke up with his girlfriend. Like, I think that's the backstory. You could probably speak better of the backstory than me, mm-hmm. but I'm not really interested in him at all. I to me, he has like nothing to add or no. offer other than like being the sidekick to the Toms, which really should be Jax mm-hmm. but obviously Jax doesn't want to play sidekick so I think that's kind of why yeah. they need him or they're using him in a sense to kind of bridge that gap of that missing third like musketeer like Jax is not participating so they need another guy in there <laughs> with the Toms
0: there's this big YouTuber Carly Bible she's a beauty um, YouTuber and she like went viral you know how the YouTube channels blew up She's from New Jersey. She's okay. from like Bridgewater. And my friends and I followed her for so long. And then she was on with Brett because they dated for years and they were like the perfect couple. Carly looks just like Shayna. Okay. And Vander. And she, I guess they broke up. So she put a YouTube video maybe like three years ago they broke up and he vanished like he was like a vegan she really wasn't but she would help him like and put him on her channel and then he blew up and like I think he just used that as a platform to get places and moved to to LA and since he was on YouTube you know you pick up and you become like an actor and I'm sure he took acting classes and probably got picked up for the show because he's really good looking but like he doesn't have like a really great personality yeah I don't think so
1: either I think if anything it's coming across as like a bit too polished like he he thought about too much about how he should act on the show as it relates to everyone else and thought about who he should get involved with and it didn't really come across as natural honestly the most comfortable he seemed and the most real he seemed was when he was getting into the fight with um the other guy over Dana at the table and he was like screaming, no, I don't have feelings for her. Yeah. It's pretty obvious because you're faking your feelings for her for a storyline. So yeah. Screaming, no, I don't have feelings for this woman was probably the only true moment that he had the entire season.
0: I know. I completely agree.
1: And he's not even that cute.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> I don't think, he- no, he's really not my type. He's like a pretty
1: but yeah, he's not he's my type, really and not my type. I was just also kind of confused because he looks a lot like Max. It's like they brought on like two guys. I don't know. Maybe it's the maybe it's the difference between like what Hollywood and LA thought was hot, like when the show first started, and you had muscly Jacks yeah. and ripped Tom, and then like cute little Schwartzy, and now they have these two guys who are basically twins of each other. Um, I just wasn't really into them. And then, all, of course, all the, you yeah. know, stuff came out about their Twitter postings and this, that, and the other thing. And so I don't really know how long they're going to be on the show. I wouldn't be sad to see them go.
0: How long is this going to really go on for? Like, they're going to have to get Dana involved in, like, bigger things. And, like, because the Katie and Tom stuff is, like, not really interesting to me. Like, they seem like such a They weird have become... Couple the
1: token married couple, which is, you know, I think on TV kind of code for boring. Like when you're watching a fictional show um, I always talk about TV a lot with my mom and whenever we're talking about a TV show and we're talking about like, Oh, is on and off couple, will they, won't they, and then they finally do and they're together. And then like, that's kind of the death of the show because it's not interesting anymore. It's not exciting yeah. anymore. There's no mystery or question anymore. There's no more pursuit. And but that also happens in real life. And, you know, just because you finally get together with someone doesn't mean it's the end of your personalities and your lives. But for the sake of the show, which yeah. is about drama, they haven't been, you know, giving the most. Like, I, I think this season, Schwartz actually had a lot more to do with the drama because a lot of the drama was between the guys. So Katie was kind of yeah. an afterthought, and the show kind of made yeah. fun of that, showing her knitting and, you know, just not really wanting to do anything. But as far as the show can go, that's actually been a serious question, I think, because everybody is, like, you know, getting older, moving on, getting married. You know, Jackson and Brittany are talking about having kids. And, you know, the majority of the people don't even have anything to do with Lisa anymore. So they're not living by uh, yes. Lisa's Vanderpump rules anymore. And so it's kind of like what is this show? You could, I feel like you could sense a lot of people trying to figure out how to stay on the show. You know, like, what is Lala's tie to all this? Oh, well, now she's yeah. going to go and volunteer at Vanderpump Dogs. Like, it's just, it would almost be better to have these newer cast members on their own show versus, like, messing up the time that we want to spend with the older cast members. But then at the same time, do we really want to watch these older cast members just mow their lawns, have play dates at the park and the dog park? That's not exactly the most exciting, riveting, drama-filled stuff that I want to watch anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really sure. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these shows started, like, going, splitting off into being other things. Like, something more focused on TomTom. I think the show is kind of all over the place right now because they're trying to figure out what works. They're throwing a lot of things up against the wall to see how to freshen up the show. But the problem is they don't really have it's like two separate shows. It's like the old people and the new people and they're trying to force them to interact together. But it's like, truly what do Sassy and Dana have in common? You know, one is a really wealthy New York times bestselling author who's getting married. The other is like a struggling stand-up comic. Who's a waitress. You know, I I just feel like the older cast members have reached a level of celebrity at this point where it's kind of hard to imagine that they would just be going to dinner with these people and being friends with them. Which is kind of what mm-hmm. the core of the show was. It was about friends. And we saw Jacks talk about that yeah. in the season finale. About how that's what this show was about. Mm-hmm. He called it his own show. Which was kind of hysterical. And Lisa called him out on that. But they oh. were friends from the beginning. And so I just find it really challenging. Especially since none of these cast members seem willing to take these new people under their wing. You know, it's all very separate. So I don't know how long the show goes on for her. You know, they always do a great job of talking it up and saying how crazy it was and how, um, everybody was so volatile and fighting and screaming and how things that had been settled, got brought back up and are reignited again. So I definitely think it'll be interesting, especially with this, you know, digital version of it, which I do think is obviously not as good as if everyone's standing, sitting there together in person, but I think we'll get some tidbits about what happened on the season and what people have been doing since, but I wouldn't be too sure that we're going to get too much information about the future right now. What? Yeah. You know what show I miss?
0: Um Very cavaliery, and I really am depressed on Yeah, I'm course. very that sad really about sucks. that. It's
1: actually one of the few shows that I did watch I do watch or I guess did watch with my boyfriend Nick. Um uh-huh. We watched it from the very beginning and yeah, we I think we I wouldn't say that we hate watched it, but I think like a lot of other people, we were by the end watching it more for Jay. And especially since Jay started to kind of carry the show at the end, I think it makes sense that the show is getting, is ending because without Jay being there, really, what is the show about? I think I enjoyed the show a lot more when it was actually about the company. And that was really only one season. You know, the second season, mm-hmm. it was already less a little bit about the company, more about um, the family and the friends. And then the third season, we hardly saw the business at all. I mean, I think we saw Brittany a little bit in the beginning of this season and her breakup oh. with John. But by midway through the season, I don't think we really saw anything Uncommon James related other than the store opening. But even the store opening was framed around Mm -hmm. can she be traveling that much and being away from the kids and being away from Jay and can she have it all? Can she do it all? So it was more framed about, you know, how it was going to affect the family than anything to do with Uncommon James. And so now once you have that family kind of broken up, sadly, there's not really much to show on TV anymore or that she wants to be seen, especially considering how I think most people would agree she's coming off looking worse than Jay when it comes to the divorce.
0: Yeah, it's tough, and I I loved like the hills. I loved Laguna Beach, and it was like such a perfect time because we were all, you know, in like high school, college, and that was so easy to watch. Like now, there's really like, right not definitely that and, many well, shows and it's also like we're that. older
1: now, so it's like we don't want to watch kids anymore. We want to watch, you know, people mm-hmm. our age. I found that was one mm-hmm. of my biggest like struggles as I like grew up. Is I felt like I was aging out of the audience that like all my favorite shows were intended for. And it's like, I still wanted to watch, but also at the end of the day, it just like, wasn't as entertaining. So I definitely struggle to find reality shows right now that I actually like, I kind of gravitate towards, you know, the competition shows. Like I just finished making the cut, which put me in the mood for old project runway. So I'm watching the most recent season of project runway. And I, other than that, I haven't been, everyone has really been talking about, um, selling sunset, which I'm not, I don't watch it, but like, obviously this whole thing going on with the girl getting divorced from the guy from this is us, you know, that's like a little tidbit that, Mm -hmm. you know, might get me interested in going back and watching from the beginning. Um, but yeah, it's been really hard right now, I think to find other reality shows that capture that same special spark between people that like Vanderpump does that's, um, Summer house does. And even very Cavallari. Like, that's... Kristen Cavallari is a person that people want to watch until, you know, she doesn't want to show them anything anymore. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of what happened.
0: Yeah. I know. Yeah, like, even during um, the quarantine, it was so hard to find shows, like, here and there. And I would, like, dig for things on Netflix or, like, Amazon. Like, I I watched... um, a few episodes of making the cut. And I love it because I loved project runway and it's so cool about the business and selling sunset. Like we stumbled upon it. Thank God. And we watched, Okay, so I might have to give it a try. I've never watched any of like the shows on Bravo that are about real estate or anything like that, but
1: I think I might give it a try. I
0: think you'll like it. Like, did you watch?
1: I think I did. I don't like have like distinct memories of it. I think I was, Definitely a Laguna Beach person, definitely a Hills person to a part. Like, I I remember, you know, Whitney Port and Audrina and all that stuff. So, I definitely watched it, but it wasn't, like, my end-all, be-all, like, my favorite shows. I watched it more because, you know, everyone's watching it and everyone's talking about it. So, kind of, like, everyone's talking about Selling Sunset right now and, you know, how she's really putting everything that's going on in her Mm -hmm. life out on the show. So... Yeah, I too have been mm-hmm. hard up. I, I did like making the cut. Um, I finished it, so I won't spoil anything if you're not up to date. I finished it. Um, <laughs> I do think it it is different than Project Runway in that they made it more about the business and made it more about, um, you know, the corporate side of fashion, which I think was interesting. And obviously, you know, they threw a lot of money at this project. I mean, those runway... Shows rival any season finale of Project Runway. Like the Runway shows were the most entertaining part to me to see how they made it different and unique and special. But I did kind of miss the fact that they weren't making their own clothes. So having the seamstress kind of like took a little bit away from some of the drama that you get on Project Runway.
0: Yeah, Yeah. And I think it helped a little bit because for the business side, they said, you know, you make one ready to wear and one that we can sell on Amazon or whatever. So people who watch Project Runway were like, "Well, this was just always a runway look, and now it's transforming that style into something." Yes, people definitely very instantly. unique. I thought um, that part was cool. Although I wouldn't
1: necessarily, I I would still say that a lot of those looks that they put out there as the more accessible look still probably truly weren't that accessible but um i think when they said accessible they yes. meant more about <laughs> it being mass produced so that people could buy it um but i they you know they weren't selling things they aren't selling things that people are going to wear really in their everyday life especially not now that we're all stuck inside
0: mm-hmm. oh my <laughs> gosh i know imagine wearing one of those Coats. um like big fancy yeah, basically outfit just sitting Um, here (laughs) but yeah I
1: I did also think it was kind of interesting like they made it different but at the end of the day it still kind of felt like Project Runway like the the people that they cast basically you know this it's I feel like they have a couple of um you know personalities that they want to cast you know it's like a lot of repetitive like the same type of designer even like there's designers on this past season of Project Runway who are literally like spitting images of the people on Making the Cut so the point where I like get them confused I'll be watching Making the Cut and I'll be like oh where's so-and-so my sister's like he's on Project Runway this is Making the Cut I'm like oh like it's hard to keep them separate when you know oh god yeah they're so so
0: similar I love how there's so many different shows on like Obviously, I would prefer to just watch everything on just regular cable, but I grew to love Netflix, and I love Disney+, Plus and I actually really love Amazon TV. I have to give it a chance and start watching more shows on it, but I actually think they have a lot to offer, and the, like, authenticity out of those streaming services yeah, are I'm actually I'm lucky really enough good. I
1: have access to basic cable. I don't think I'll ever be able to give up basic cable just because I don't want to give up DVR. Like DVR is king for me being able to watch all those, being able to have all those episodes. um, Not necessarily for rewatching, but just because everything's on at the same time. And then you can fast forward. So I love DVR cable. Um, I have access to Netflix, access to Hulu, access to prime um, and Disney plus. And I've kind of been searching all of those together to find different things Um, I really have been enjoying Netflix. I've really been giving the kind of one-season shows that they've kind of just been throwing out there a chance when I probably wouldn't have. So, I mean, I think Outer Banks would have been pretty hard to ignore just because of the buzz around it. But I watched Outer Banks. Um, I watched Virgin River, which is something I probably wouldn't have watched beforehand out of desperation. Mm -hmm. So, Virgin River is is actually about a young woman who is looking to make a change in her life. So she leaves Los Angeles and moves to this small California mountain town to be, um, a nurse practitioner for a doctor in the town. And so it's kind of like heart of Dixie vibes. If you watch that, it's like very small town with everyone up in each other's business. Um, obviously there's a very attractive single man there who plays a good love interest for her. And then you also get to meet all the other townspeople while for the most part, still kind of following like um, a case of the week format where like with different patients and different story patients and different mm-hmm. storylines. Um, but it was really good. It, it was like feel good television to me, which I think is something that I've been craving. And I think a lot of other people are craving yeah. something that just like is a good distraction, but is also like positive. Like you're not necessarily going down a deep, dark conspiracy TV show, although those are good as well. And it was, you know, wholesome. You know, it was something I didn't have to feel like a little bit, like, worried about somebody, yeah. you know, watching over my shoulder. You know, obviously, we're, a lot of us are cooped up with our families, and, yeah. you know, you just want to watch something that, like, is a good way to pass the time, and that's what Virgin River was for me. I finished it pretty quickly. There is a mysterious element about it, because she obviously left Los Angeles for a reason, and they're pretty cagey about it and slowly reveal it over the course of the season. Um, and it's, like, the great actress. I wish I knew her name. She was mm-hmm. actually on This Is Us um for like a small minor role as um kevin's childhood sweetheart and in present time kevin's wife ex-wife so it's the same actress from that mm-hmm. and I thought she did a good job there's a lot of other people that you recognize from it and I liked Virgin River. I thought it was good. I also watched um I probably wasn't the target demographic for it but I watched Minnie Culling's um production on Netflix that was a I think it's called Never Have I Ever or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just coming-of-age story that was really, really good. If you love Minnie Kaling, you have to watch that. Those two sound really good they to me. They were definitely I think I'm gonna good. As far as Hulu yeah. goes, I'm trying to think if I watched anything on Hulu. I know everyone's watching Little Fires Everywhere, but I haven't gotten on board with that. Have you watched that?
0: Right. No, I haven't. I love Reese, but I just haven't. Okay. Like, we watched Big Little Lies. I loved that, but I have to watch Little Fires Everywhere. But, like, I want to be able to enjoy it. Like, I feel like shows like that, I don't know if I want to binge or watch, like, once or yeah. twice
1: a week to I'm make it a last a little Yeah, I am a big opponent that of, like, binging, sense. but I can only binge if it's, like, one season. Like, I can't binge, like, something that's three, four seasons long. Um, I just have to get up too early in the morning to be staying up till one or two in the morning trying to get every last morsel in. <laughs> Um, on Disney plus I did, I, the only problem I have with Disney plus is I feel like they're not putting out a ton of content, like new content. Like Netflix is putting out so many new shows, like every single day, it seems like. And Disney plus doesn't really have that much for me. I know Mm -hmm. they have the Star Trek, they have the Star Wars, they have all the Marvel stuff. Um, I did watch, uh, Diary of a Future President. I thought that was really cute. A really cute family show. Um, I watch, you know, oh. the elephant documentary just to hear Meghan Markle talk for a couple of hours. Um, but Disney Plus doesn't have that much for me. To close
0: it out, what show would you like be able to watch on repeat? That or is wish so hard. Would come So out? I
1: have to break it into categories. I'll try not to be like too long winded, but Yeah, My favorite show, (laughs) I think, of like all time is probably Gilmore Girls. So Gilmore Girls, I binge watched that a long time ago. Um, And I binge watched with my sister and we would just wait for everybody to go to sleep at night. And we would just sit and we would just watch them talk and yell and go back and forth for hours at a time. And I just love that show so much that I probably could watch it every single day. And I think the Netflix special really showed that there are more stories there to tell. So even though it doesn't look like it's going to come back, that's one show that I would really, really want to come back. As far as like a reality show that I wish was still on the air, I think I would go with Ladies of London, which was a Bravo show. Um, Did you watch that one? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, you have to watch it. I don't
0: it. think I watched it, but Ladies I think Ladies of London was basically
1: Real Housewives of London. I don't know why they didn't want to call it that. I guess they were trying to make it something else. But it was basically Real Housewives. Yeah. And a lot of the cast members were American. There were, like, very few British women on the show. And it was just so good seeing the banter between the Americans, between the Brits, seeing the differences. It created a lot of drama. And it was just really good. Ladies of London or maybe even Real Housewives of DC. I feel like that didn't get a chance, but Ladies of London for sure. And then the newer show that's over now that I kind of wish would come back would be Schitt's Creek. I feel like that ending was really premature, and I'm going to miss that show a lot, so I wish it was still on. Those are good ones. I, obviously,
0: Gilmore Girls is, like, my number one, like, same i watched with my family and i yeah bawled our eyes out the last episode like it was it was so heartbreaking because we were so attached and like the series that was on netflix was just like the cherry on top yeah i really
1: wish that it would i don't know if they'll ever be able to
0: get those people back together again but it was and especially
1: the way that they ended it like if they didn't ever want to come back they could have wrapped it up they didn't have to kind of leave us hanging with that I won't say what the last words are in case anybody yeah. hasn't watched it, but it just left so much more room and space and opportunity for them to keep going. But I don't think they ever will. But we can dream.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We can dream and we can watch the old episodes.
0: Yes. I also love Gossip Girl gossip was girl. definitely good. Oh my God. I, I
1: got into gossip- watching Gossip Girl on TV <laughs> because I had actually. I don't know if this is embarrassing or not, but I actually read the books. So having read the books, I was really excited for the TV show. Um, But I think with any of those shows, the main problem and the main reason I don't typically feel too upset when a show ends is because inevitably they kind of jump the shark and they kind of go a little too far and a little too crazy. And, you know, I just feel like that kind of happened to Gossip Girl a little bit at the end. I was glad they were able to do the, you know, fast jump time jump to kind of show everybody how things went down. But it did kind of lose me at the end. So I used to be a huge CW person, but toward towards the end, just as I got a little bit older, I just Oh my god, I just man. couldn't keep up. Like it didn't become a priority to me anymore to watch
0: those shows, especially when you had other shows out. Yeah. There were so many good shows. Like so many good shows when we were younger, like ten years ago or even like five years ago. There were so many good shows on T V and now there's like a handful obviously like taste has changed and like they're, def- I, they're definitely bit, not And I think you can kind of tell because back in the day when these shows would come on
1: <laughs> they would be on for like six seasons seven seasons eight seasons nine seasons and now it's kind of like you're barely you're lucky if you get to finish airing all of your episodes because you'll get canceled after two or three showings of your um. show so, at least that's something we won't really have to deal with now because I think even if they find shows that they want to cancel, they're going to finish letting them air their episodes just because they don't have anything else. But I'm excited. For, we're going to get some new shows and then hopefully some yeah. Bachelor related content on our TV soon. I know we need
0: that. Like, I need to just be able to sit on the couch and yes. tune out, like, it's uh,
1: definitely needed right now.
0: Easy going shows.
1: I will. Oh, gosh, I mean, yes. I have heard. If that you hear anything, let me know. It's going to happen. <laughs> that, it'll be obviously different than it has been in the past. Yeah. But that, what I guess originally it kind of came out as a rumor that they were going to like film exclusively at a resort. But they kind of came out and confirmed that and said that that was a real possibility that they could film a season for her for Claire Crawley and just film it at this resort and have all the dates happen there, have all the rose ceremonies happen there, and you know, put it out for us to watch. So it'll definitely be interesting. Um, would you rather have that or would you rather have them wait until they could do a real season for her?
0: I think they should just do it all in one place. It's not like they take so much from where the city is, where they do so much, just maybe like the dates. <laughs> I'm fine with it being in one place. I just want the content. Yeah, I, I just,
1: just definitely don't feel think they need to go to so all those drama. crazy places and have all those crazy exciting dates for it to still be entertaining. Um, especially since there's already been so much drama and these Bachelor people aren't even on TV. So I don't think they need to be on TV or, you know, going to all these places yeah. to cause drama. So hopefully something will come out and... It'll be good. I, that, the only thing that would make me sad is if I watch and it's not as good. And it's kind of like, oh, this is just, like, yeah. a crappy season and no reason to watch it. And that will make me sad. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. We'll have to stay tuned. Hopefully we get more info soon. I well, – This was so much yeah, fun. Yeah, honestly, I, we really could. I, I can talk with about you. Can TV. It's, today. like, one of my biggest <laughs> –
1: Hobbies. If I'm not watching TV, I'm trying to read about TV, figure out what's going on. So anytime you want to talk about TV, I'm your girl.
0: Cool. I'm going to catch up on those two shows. Okay. And I'll give selling sunset a try Start one tonight, but I'll let you know. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. I'm excited. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Okay. I'll talk uh, to you soon. Enjoy your day off and I'll talk to you soon. You know what? I'm like a huge Disney person, so I can easily <laughs> when like Dylan's distracted and I get the TV, I can easily put on any of those Disney shows or movies, but Oh I yeah, they do have some of those like behind the scenes shows, so the Imagineering or the Imagineers, whatever it is. It's all those people who made Disney World and made Disneyland and like reinvent all of the different rides and things. Oh my gosh, that is so good. But the episodes are so I'll have to give that one a look. I didn't notice that one initially, but they
1: also are, you know, it's crazy how fast they're able to update these things and put these things on there. And I just wonder how many more are to come. I hope they have more. Mm -hmm. I hope they're not throwing everything that they have out now because obviously, you know, the fall is going to be really rough with that's when our new shows normally come back. Our new shows start and our old favorite shows come back. And so I don't think that's going to happen this year. So I'm a little sad about that, but I do. I am also excited though, because I know the TV networks have been I actually kind of snatching up television shows from Canada that are already on and already successful there. So I think it will be really interesting mm-hmm. to have those shows come to America and be shown Aww. on primetime television. And That'll actually be the perfect conundrum like you were talking about before. You know, here's this new show. It's coming out every week. But yeah, if you really like it, you could probably find all the episodes and find out all the spoilers for everything that happens. So I think that'll be interesting too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. CW has definitely gotten a few. I I think a couple of other networks have, Mm -hmm. you know, got some things to like supplement their schedules in the fall. So that way we have
0: something new to watch. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode of Bossy Gloss. Stay tuned each week for new episodes. Stay bossy.